0: Just thinking about as you're making these goals and intentions that you're enjoying the journey along the way to get Mm -hmm. to this
1: end goal that you have. It's not something that has to be so rigid. That's why a lot of people's resolutions fail. Saying something like, I'm going to work out five days a week or I will stop ordering takeout altogether. The second you miss that five-day goal or the second you order, you start to feel like a failure. And that's why I like the goals and intentions being mindful of what life you want to create for yourself Mm -hmm. and taking the steps to get there. Welcome back. This is the Confident Collective Podcast and we are your hosts. I'm Ryan, And I'm Christina. We are curb models, content creators, and some would even say comedians. We started the Confident Collective Podcast to help you live your most confident life by sharing our stories and sitting down with experts to talk about, well, life. We chat sex, dating, business, relationships, and so much more. We hope you love this episode. So let's get into it.
0: It is our first episode of 2023. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. That is exciting. That is pretty wild. It is wild. Have you seen all those things where it's like 2019 and you blink and then it's 2023? I have seen those. That kind
1: of feels like what happened, actually. It really does. You know, sometimes I go through old photos and I'm like, wait, this was three years ago? It's wild. Mm. Honestly,
0: 2020 and 2021 were a blur. 2022 felt more substantial.
1: I I don't remember 2021 at all. I, don't, I really don't i was just having this conversation with someone i was like i remember 2020 i can go through month by month actually now that you're saying that i don't what happened in 2020 i have no idea because it was still
0: like limbo ish zone and then my sister got married in 2021
1: yeah nicholas i guess that was his first real year because he was born in 2020 december 2020 yeah wow. but it still feels like such a blur
0: Well, 2023, I feel honestly, I know there can be like a lot of pressure around like the beginning of the year, but I always feel like, okay, I rested and I'm really excited for the next year. I feel like invigorated
1: and, Ooh, I'm ready to get to work. I half feel like that. And then part of me is like still on rest mode and think that's okay. And I remember like listening back to last year. I was like, I always felt like my new year doesn't start until February sometimes, or at least like mid-January. And I think that's okay, to be honest with you too. Like, I don't feel like we need to put a bunch of pressure on ourselves. No. But there is something really exciting about new changes and new beginnings. And I feel like both of us are about to go through like a major life changes.
0: And we're on the exact same time. Yes. That's
1: crazy. Well, I was
0: going to say, I mean, if you feel like you still need rest, you are nine months
1: pregnant. Yeah, exactly. That's so. why I'm like, honestly, I feel like for someone who puts so much pressure on themselves to do all the things yeah. all the time, I've actually been really good lately I mean, part of me has been going crazy doing things. I was like, "Hey, what have you been doing? But on the days that I don't want to do things, I, I know it's totally okay. And good. I don't feel bad about it. And then when I have the energy to clean out every cupboard in my place. You do it. I do it.
0: Your place is going to be so organized Dude. for that little baby.
1: I feel so good about it.
0: Wow. Okay. Well,
1: what did fill us in on what, how was your holiday break? Holidays were amazing. It's honestly really slow and nice. And I've just been in such major nesting mode, honestly, for the past month. We had Danny on our podcast. She's really helped kickstart this organizational mindset. And I, love that. I just slowly but surely have been going through every part of my home, organizing it, getting things ready for the baby, and just trying to Kind of like enjoy life day by day, not put pressure on myself. Also, it was so nice because I feel like I've been in such a grind for so long, working, working, working. And it was the first time where I was like, I feel no pressure to create content right now. I don't have any jobs due. I like did everything ahead of time. And it just felt good to actually take a break. I honestly feel like this is the most break I've taken in years, like even like with Nicholas, like when he was born, I didn't take a maternity leave or anything. I feel like this is like the most rest I've gotten in a while, like work-wise. So that felt really, really good. And just preparing for the baby. The baby's flipped. If you have been following me on Instagram or TikTok, baby's breached right now. I'm 36 weeks. Pretty much I'm going to a doctor's appointment tomorrow. And if the baby is not turned by then, they are not turning on their own. At least that's what the doctors say. So I've been trying like all this. Smoking the toes. All this hippie dippy stuff. Smoke, I honestly just <clears throat> see Steve smoking your little pinky toe. So it's called moxibustion, which is like, it almost looks like a giant cigar. And it's mugwort, which is an herb.
0: That sounds like it's from Harry Potter. I know it does actually. <laughs> it looks like those things you put in your ear candles and it gets the wax out. I've never heard of an ear candle, but that
1: sounds terrifying to me.
0: Oh, we should do it for you. It really cleans out all the earwax. <laughs> do I
1: have really waxy ears? I don't know everyone about Are you trying to tell me something. <laughs> no, everyone does. Oh my gosh. No. Anyway. Okay. So you're, so, so you light this and there's pressure points. It's based off of, like, acupuncture and Chinese medicine. So I went to an acupuncturist. They showed me where the exact pressure points were. And you light this moxie, the stick, and you do it in circles around this pressure point around your toes. And the heat is supposed to encourage the baby to flip and, like, head down. Okay. So...
0: Well, we we'll are knocking on wood. We are crossing our fingers that this
1: baby is flipped and ready mm-hmm. to shoot on out of you. I know. Otherwise, okay, I have to decide if I want to have this ECV procedure, which is where they manually flip the baby. Uh, and it I know scary. This is, okay. It seems a little scary. I'm mostly just scared about the complications. And then I know this might sound so insane. And you tell me like oh, what you really God. think about this. Yeah. I haven't really voiced it that loud to that many people, but- I kind of manifested. I like astrology. I'm not like super, super involved with it, but I do believe in it. And I do believe in the energies. Yeah. And like me, Steve and Nicholas are all fire signs and we all have double fire, right? Okay. And I spoke to an astrologist about this baby. And like when I was thinking about having another baby, they're like, oh, you should have another fire sign or an air sign because it would like, quite frankly, be such a breath of fresh air. And I'm also an Aquarius rising. So this baby, the due date is for an Aquarius. Now if I do this procedure and something goes wrong and I have to be prepared for an emergency C section,
0: it would be a, a
1: Capricorn. Which is a what sign? I think
0: I'm not sure what Capricorn is if they're I think they're
1: earth. Are they? Let's look. Okay, so honestly, but the, but the flow, the Capricorn flow isn't the same it's as not the, the Aquarius same. flow in our household. And I'm like, is that really shallow? Okay, yeah, Capricorn is an earth sign. Or like vapid to think about. No, but at the same
0: time, I feel like whatever this baby is yes. meant to be, they'll be, they will be, agreed, and they will come when they're meant to come. Yeah, but I know? can't help but
1: have that in the back of my head. <laughs> yeah. And then I was telling my friend Justine, we've had yeah. her on our podcast too. She's an amazing celebrity hairstylist and just so cool. I'm really into astrology, and I told her the situation. She's like, "No, no, no, you need an Aquarius." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my gosh, she knows." Anyways. So that's kind of what's been going on in my life, and honestly, just trying to take things day by day, and also just have so much fun and soak up all this last one-on-one time with Nicholas because his world's about to change too. Wow, Mm -hmm. mom of two in a matter of weeks, dude. It's really weird because part of me feels like I'm 25, like ready to (laughs) like eat a mushroom chocolate bar and like go, but like you are still. I know, but you know what I mean. It's yeah. weird. I'm like a mom of two, a family of four. No, that is wild. That's Am wild. Am I an adult? You are an adult. <laughs>
0: You're an adult. I'm an adult with
1: almost two children.
0: That is weird. Wow. That's weird. That's wild to me. Yeah. While you were preparing for this major life change.
1: You have a, you have your own
0: life change happening. I know. So I was talking on Instagram about like possibly, I was looking into buying a place in New York City versus renting and I took some time over the holidays just like really think about it do more research and I felt like it was really rushed and like being self-employed is a whole other layer buying in New York is different than buying anywhere else there's just so many layers to it and I know right now I just want to I feel very antsy to like be in New York and start my life there and I'm just going to rent. I've decided I feel really good about it. I'm going to rent for the next like year or two and then reevaluate buying a place so I can come up with a better plan of saving and you know, what goes into being self-employed, what I need to be paying myself, blah, 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 all this stuff. And really researching on my own too and not just taking advice from like people all the time, like my uncle has something to say. The mortgage broker has something to say. My account has something to say. And like, you know what? We little talked about this a little bit earlier today, Christina, like it is my, my money, my life. Like I can't just let other people tell me like, what to do. I need to really research and I don't feel confident making that decision right now. Yeah. So the apartment hunt is on. I'm back in Los Angeles and it feels really good to not be living out of a suitcase temporarily. I'm like unpacked into my drawers
1: and oh, it feels so good. Um, it kind of makes me sad, like being back here. Cause I feel like I've already sent you off in a way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So having you back here and being back in our temporary confident collective studio. that I, I mean we've recorded so many podcasts here it's kind of feels like the end of an era in a way
0: it does For real for oh, no. real it's like I, this leaving i think when i pack up this place it's going to be really You'll emotional yeah i feel like this apartment was really symbolic for like a lot of growth and change and like you said we've done so many things here and oh it's just i love this place mm. i love this place so much the vibes here are so good so good. And I have faith that I'm going to find somewhere in New York just as good, just as much positive energy. So the apartment hunt is on it in full force, but it's weird. Cause I like came back from, well, I talked about wanting to just do nothing over Christmas break. And I did not by choice because I got so sick. Oh yeah. Which honestly, I just read the court of thorns and roses series. Dude, I'm like three books in now. Wait, is, is that good. the one that you had such a hard time getting yes. into? Wait, do I need to read them? Yes. It is it's fantasy though, right? I know. You don't really like fantasy. I really don't. I know, but there's like a lot of sex and like okay. stuff in there. It's good. Let me tell you. Okay. Sex and the action. I was really into it. So I was just like half asleep, half reading, half watching friends. Like I was just in this weird sick mode. I was really sad. I had to miss one of my best friend's weddings because I could knock it on a plane. I was puking my brains out, but I was like, wasn't meant to be. And now I'm just trying to embrace this like time of being a little bit in limbo. Cause I'm like, okay, I'm back here, but like, I'm just gearing up to move again, but mm-hmm. I don't know where I'm moving and I don't know when. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff up in the air for me right now. And I'm just ca- trying to lean into it and have
1: faith that the universe is working its magic and I'll, I'll be where I need to be when we, I need to be there. We need to have a good Malibu day before the baby comes and before you leave.
0: <sighs> yes,
1: we I, do. We really need to do that.
0: I hope it stops raining. I know. I was like, oh, I'm going back to sunny Los Angeles. <laughs> no.
1: You want to know It's so funny. Okay. So obviously we always talk about whether we want to move back to New Jersey or not. And like Steve's family has moved out here. Yeah. Which is like one of the reasons why it makes the decision to move so difficult because essentially we'd be leaving his family here. Very, very complicated. I don't know if I've ever even shared that anyways, but it's funny because Steve and his brother always go back and forth. And like, Steve's always trying to like encourage his brother about like how great the East coast is. blah, blah. blah. And his brother <laughs> is like the weather there sucks. So every single day now that's been raining, he just sends him photos and videos of the rain here. And his brother's like, I kind of love the change. He's like, and now it's like, Pretty much they always both of them change the narrative for however to support their cause. You know, yeah, what I mean? whatever their reality is, yeah. they will fight for that. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, oh my gosh. But it has been raining nonstop. But it, it does feel kinda nice, especially during the season of slowing down.
0: Yeah. It is. It's like kinda cozy. It's so cozy. cozy. Well,
1: what are you obsessing over, Christina? Okay, so I've been thinking about this a lot, and I feel like I have shared something like this before, but I have really become obsessed with the idea of romanticizing life's little moments. Yes. And it was New Year's and we were supposed to go to a friend's party and I was really excited for it. I was excited to like just dress up and get out and like socialize and do all the things. Yeah. Then anyways, Nicholas ended up having a fever and we're like, okay, we can't take him out. I had a cute little outfit for him. I was like, he's going to be the star of the party. But I was like, you know what? This is New Year's. Steve ended up going to the grocery store, got a bunch of like food so he could like make dinner together. I'm like, I'm going to still dress up. Like I am so lucky. I have a beautiful home here. I have a meal we're about to cook. I have my husband. This is like so many things to be grateful and excited for. And like, why do we not celebrate all those little moments in between? So that is something that I've been obsessed with. And then I just saw this Instagram post, which I'll share the whole thread in the show notes, but it was essentially this guy who spent, I forget how much time he spent living with this Buddhist monk. And he shared all these different points of view from the monk that he learned and that he thought really changed his life. And one of them was, and this was a quote, the belief that there is some future moment more worth our presence than the one we're in right now is why we miss our lives. And I just thought that was really powerful and really beautiful because I feel like we're all always like kind of striving for something like a little bit better or more exciting or like living in this future almost. And sometimes we really forget to be present and just celebrate life's little moments. So I think that's kind of like what I'm obsessed with. And especially as trying to figure out how to navigate this like new world I'm about to enter. Just remember that you don't always have to be on vacation. You don't always have to be wearing like the coolest things. You don't always have to be planning like five years ahead. The moment that you're in right now, you'll never get that back. So celebrate that and enjoy that.
0: Yeah. I was listening to Mariana Hewitt's podcast and she did like her 2023, kind of like how to set her goals and like Mm -hmm. what she does for her vision board. And it was really interesting. And one thing she said was we get so caught up in okay, I'm going to, I want to do this. I want to get married. I want to launch this business, all of these big goals, but it's important to make sure you're like enjoying the journey along the way to those big goals. Cause those are the day in and day out, waking up in the morning, having your coffee, like these little things are what makes up the majority of our lives. Yes. We have these amazing, you know, maybe you go on a vacation or you have an amazing wedding or whatever, but those are just like, little blimps on like the
1: timeline. So I love that. It's a really good reminder. 100%. And actually that reminds me of that Hatch trip that I went on. Yeah. One of the women who worked for Hatch, she was talking about how like her favorite part of her day is making her matcha in the morning. And like she's made it like such a routine. Like And it's like something like she, she has her whole way of doing it that just starts her day off in such a good way. And it's so small, but like she's fallen in love with making matcha for herself. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So anyways, it's a
0: little ritual in her day.
1: Definitely. Um, What are you obsessed with?
0: Okay. I saw Amber filler up on TikTok. She posted this quote and kind of talked about it. And I was like, I've never heard this quote. And I loved it, Mm -hmm. especially with everyone talking about new year's resolutions and a lot of it is around changing your body. And she shared a quote that was, it's not a dream body if it's a nightmare to maintain. And I just was like, wow, that's really powerful, powerful. And I think about like when all of these things that we want to do and like sacrifice to have a dream body or whatever. And is that really what we're focusing our life and impact on this world on is like, getting this dream body that we've deemed for ourselves. And And I just sacrificing
1: so much along the way,
0: sacrificing so much along the way that I just, I really love that quote as like a reminder as you're seeing all of these things about transformations or weight loss or whatever it is, whatever your goals are with like health and wellness, you need to enjoy like the journey of what that is. Mm -hmm. That's more important than having a specific looking body so I just love that quote I love that, that was too. a very timely thing as today when this is coming out we're a little bit into January but Christina and I are going to share our 2023 goals and intentions I like to say goals and intentions rather than resolutions I think so too yeah yeah because I don't know why resolutions I was like I was at a family dinner I was like does everyone have goals or intentions for the new year and everyone was
1: like everyone like you mean resolutions?" yeah (laughs) and I was
0: like no like it doesn't have to be stop doing this or take away this or don't do that it can Mm -hmm. be like adding good habits to your life 100% and yeah as I mentioned what Mariana said on her podcast just thinking about as you're making these goals and intentions that you're enjoying the journey along the way to get Mm -hmm. to this like end goal that you have Um, so your quote
1: from our obsessed is like a perfect fit for that. Yeah. And I think it's something, I think it's important to remember. It's not something that has to be so rigid. And I think that's why a lot of people's resolutions fail, right? Because saying something like I'm going to work out five days a week, or I will stop ordering takeout altogether. Then like the second you miss that five day goal, Or like the second you order, you start to feel like a failure. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just having, and that's why I like the goals and intentions. It's like being mindful of what life you want to create for yourself and taking the steps to get there.
0: Yeah. And it's good, just like a good time to check in, especially after maybe you've rested over the holidays to like check in with yourself. Because a lot of time can go by and you're like, whoa, I haven't checked in. Like, what are my goals? Where do I want to be? Like, Mm -hmm. I think it is just a good time to check in and see where you're at and kind of set your intentions.
1: Have you created a vision board? Yes, girl. I haven't done mine yet and it's something I really want to do and I was talking to Steve about it and he's, he's never created a vision board <laughs> but I think he has one clearly in his head. You know what I mean? He's not like yeah. a Pinterest type guy. I don't know if that would S- surprise Steve you. Steve doesn't have a Pinterest? No. That is shocking. I his. know, I know. Shocking. But I was telling him I wanted to create a vision board and he was like, yeah, you have to visualize things. And anyway, he, <laughs> the way he was saying it was like really cute because he was like all about it. And I was like, but you know, I've been like slow on doing things. So I have the vision board going on my head and I just have to put it down to paper yeah, or to Canva, whatever you want to call Canva Photoshop, PowerPoint, whatever you got to do. I'm excited. So for our goals and intentions, we've decided to break them up into a few different categories. And I think this is a great way. If you are trying to figure out like what you really want out of your life to break things down in these categories as well. Yeah. We are so excited to share that today's episode is sponsored by Athletic Greens. Ray and I have both been talking about and using AG1 for over a year now, and it's become such a staple in both our morning routines. We have for sure featured it on our Obsessed With segment throughout the year, and it's just so great. I originally gave AG1 a try because I have never been able to take pills or vitamins super consistently, but I know I needed to take a supplement that was good for me and actually worked, and AG1 is so easy, It's just one scoop of powder and water every day. I take AG1 in the morning before making my coffee, and it makes me feel refreshed and energized, and I love that I get my supplements in, as well as get a head start on my water intake because, you know, we all want to be hydrated queens. Some things I wanted to improve on were better gut health and increased energy, and I'm overall so happy with the results.
0: Also, I love the taste. I love having this little ritual to help me get my day started. So if you're looking for an easier way to take supplements, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com cc. That's athleticgreens.com cc to check it out. Okay, I am testing the waters on going gluten-free because I have these bumps on my arms that I've had forever. And a friend of mine mentioned that it might be well, it's inflammation and it might have to do with gluten. And I'm like, what? And I have never even thought about doing gluten-free. So I'm like basically Googling every food. The other day I was like is there gluten in rice? So I'm excited to be using Green Chef this month because they have options for every single lifestyle, keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, fast and fit, Mediterranean, and gluten-free. So I can get gluten-free meals and I don't have to even think about it.
1: First of all, I'm excited for you to be our guinea pig on that because I have the same exact bumps and I've never even heard this before. So if the gluten-free works for you, I might need to try it as well. For me personally, I love to cook and do so all the time for my family. And I love how Green Chef has so many different recipes, but even more so, you can now double the portions in your weekly order with just one click. I feel like this is so important we eat a lot of food in my household. Hello. My husband is Steve, okay? He's a big man. And I prefer to cook a bunch at once and have some leftover. So I feel like this option is so valuable. I also am a huge fan of their 10-minute
0: lunches because these are so convenient. They're low-prep lunch options that you can make in 10 minutes. And sometimes I get caught up with work. And I'm just running around and I'm super busy. and I'm like, oh, I don't have time to make lunch. But with these... 10 minute lunches. I like have no
1: excuse. If you want to try green chef, you can go to greenchef.com slash TCC 60 and use code TCC 60 to get 60% off plus free shipping. That's greenchef.com slash TCC 60 and use code TCC 60 to get 60% off plus free shipping.
0: I love seeing other people's goals and intentions. I just think it's really inspiring to be like, "Oh, wow. Yeah, like you go girl." That's I think cool to see what everyone's working towards. Definitely. So, okay, the first section, personal development. Mm-hmm. Ooh, we love a little personal development. One of my things that I really want to do this year is start a hobby or pick up a new interest that has nothing to do with my job because or documenting it on social media. Mm-hmm. Because which will be hard for yeah, me. Yeah, I feel like I because I think that I probably will, but yeah. I don't want it to do anything with like income or m- my career. Essentially, because I realized this job used to be my hobby when I had a full time job, mm-hmm. and now it's my you know career in my life, and I'm so thankful for that. But I do want to have some hobbies that are like completely separate from that. So, mm-hmm. a few things I want to do: I want to do a pole dancing class and maybe try and get into
1: that because I also think that'll help with my flexibility dude so i'm not gonna stretch there's nothing that sounds harder to me than a pole dancing class. i know i was like my 200 pound plus like body's supposed to be lifted up by my arms no but i follow this curvy pole dancer
0: on tiktok oh my god i could watch her videos all well, day. well i think you
1: should absolutely do it yeah that or and document it. and
0: doc, okay. i know but only when i get good okay okay, if- okay. I'm sorry what I can do now nobody wants to see that mm-hmm. I am wound tighter than like you are I'm yeah, so tight yeah I can I barely like you can't touch even my knees with your legs crossed I know right Actually, now this is shocking yeah that is you're doing a good job right anyway now. or the other option which I also want to test out is doing pottery I, I really love, doing love pottery I know and my nails are short because I'm not getting manicures right now and so I could that's a perfect time because when you have long nails you can't do pottery yeah that's interesting I never thought about that
1: mm. okay I think those are two good goals yeah. what else do you got well that was one that was my uh, well I mean like those are two cool hobbies cool to start. hobbies
0: another one which I feel like I've been talking about for so long but is to start therapy again I'm really I really promise I'm gonna start therapy again okay and then the last one is just a small one which I want to complete Dara Dubonnet's course on astrogeography we had her on the podcast I can't shut up about astrogeography and I've done like bits and pieces and like research. And I really, literally for months of last year, I was like, I just need to sit down and do this course. But that is one of my goals for this year is to do that course because it's something I'm really interested in and brings me a lot of joy. I love that. All right. What are your personal
1: development goals, Miss Christina? So one of mine is just trying to figure out how to balance life as a mom of two, as a working mom of two, how to get help, how to ask for more help and just like navigate this new life I'm about to enter. yeah. And just, I don't know what to expect. I feel confident in myself that I got it. Like I'm not so worried about it. Do you know what I mean? But it'll be a big change. Yeah. So I think that just showing myself and giving myself grace and being really patient with myself. It's funny with Nicholas, whenever he's acting up, I'm like, patience please. (laughs) And he repeats it all the time now.
0: Patience, please. I'm going to
1: start giving telling that to myself. And, Patience, please. And anyways, so I'm like, wait a minute. Like, I should say that to myself too. Like, yeah. stop being so impatient with yourself. Relax. Give yourself some time. So that is one of them. Just trying to navigate that. Another thing is just trying to be more conscious of the partner that I am. I feel like Steve and I are at such a great place. But I do feel like the past couple of years has been really centered around me and I've been really thankful to have like amazing career growth and also really thankful to have a husband who has been in many ways taken a step back from his own career aspirations to help me achieve mine and to also raise our son, yeah. which has been so amazing. But I do think that it needs to be time for Steve a little bit.
0: And I feel like even the fact that you're saying that shows what a great relationship you guys have mm-hmm. because it is an ebb and flow. Mm-hmm. There are going to be times, like you said, where Steve will step back so you can pursue something and you'll have to do the same for him. And that's so
1: amazing that you guys have that support system within each other. Yeah. I like
0: that's really inspiring.
1: And I can be like a selfish partner sometimes. It's easy to be selfish when things are going your way. Right. Yeah. And when things are happening and like Steve can be very selfless in many ways. Yeah. But anyways, I'm just excited to Kind of be there for him in a way that he's been there for me. Yeah. And flip that a little bit and see how that changes for us.
0: Oh, I love that. Yeah,
1: so I think that is something that I hadn't shared with him, but I probably should. Um,
0: <laughs> Steve just
1: has no idea. Steve has no idea. I've been feeling Steve's like this. Be like, so why is Christina being so nice to <laughs> <I know>. me? <laughs> oh my gosh. Remember when we were setting up and like practicing for the podcast? I was being apparently such a literally- bitch to Steve. And Rayan was like, I can't believe that you're like talking to him like that. And Steve's like, Wait, you think this is something it's like this is nothing?
0: <laughs> you were like, Steve, no, go over there. <laughs> okay, honestly it, it, that- has, it, it was wasn't,
1: a, honestly, he had to go over there. It was
0: a high stress situation and he did. He had to go over there, but it was just funny. I was like, Oh my God. And Steve was like, this, this is nothing.
1: Yeah. But I am pretty self-aware. So you are, and I'm trying to be that. And then I, the other last personal goal is I just want to spend more time nurturing friendships that are important to me and be really intentional, intentional about creating new relationships, both personal and work. I feel like I am someone who's really good at meeting people and like making the initial connection and then sometimes I kind of drop the ball. You know how there's certain people who are just really good at like maintaining new relationships.
0: Yeah. I feel like, give yourself a little more credit because I feel like you really do. Like when I talk to you, like, oh, I was talking to you the other day. And like, and you're always commenting on everyone's stuff. And like, you're very, I mean, on, in an online at least, which is a lot of like maintaining a relationship.
1: I think, give yourself some credit because you're way better at it than I am. You think so? Yes. I don't know. Like, I just met we were out to breakfast the other day and we met this super cool couple and the wife started following me on Instagram and she messaged me and I was like, okay, like this is a relationship. I would like to hang out with these people again. Yeah. Like how do I nurture that? How do I make that happen? And I know I'm overthinking in my head, but I think I just want to be more intentional about the relationships I have. Yeah. And creating new ones and maintaining old ones. I feel like I have some friends from high school who are like really good at always following up and checking in. I want to be able to do that for other people too that yeah. I care about, so.
0: I love that goal. Oh, now you're, I'm like, what, should I should have that. My goal is going to be like 20 <laughs> feet long. Okay, our next category that we've broken it down to is business or professional. Similar to what you said in your personal life, I really want to focus more on networking with the brands I'm working with and other people in our industry. I feel like it's so easy to just like do a deal or a business transaction, but really, I think I really want to focus on networking and building those relationships. I mm-hmm. do not think I've done a good job with that. And yeah, like you said, similar to like, oh, you met this cool couple, like I'll meet cool, awesome people at an event. And then I don't follow up with that or life is just so busy and you only yeah. have so much time, but I want to really try and foster those relationships. I feel like on a virtual level, I'm so bad at texting people back. I'm so bad at messaging. I'm so bad at commenting on people's stuff. I need to be better at that because I do think that is, that kind of continues that connection. I don't think the connection can be solely that, Mm -hmm. but it does, it like keeps the fire. It's like the kindling to the fire. 100%. So that's one of mine. One of my professional goals is to collaborate with a luxury brand because Okay, I have loved fashion for so long. When I was like a little girl, I would sit at my computer and make these like Pinterest boards before Pinterest was like around in a Word document. And I would have uh, luxury bags on there or these designers. And we need to see some curvy girl representation on there. Okay? I feel like I see so many content creators working with luxury brands and it's just very rare that you see a curvy woman. So I think Christina, we, you and I need to bite the bull and we just need
1: to be those people. Okay? I know. I know. <laughs> we need to be those people. It's really funny that you have that on your list. Cause that's one of my goals too.
0: So us fashion loving girls, I love that. And then I, this has been on my vision board for three years And it hasn't happened. So don't get discouraged if things don't happen. I'm putting it back on there. I want to be on a billboard. Wait, were you not on the Express billboard? I got cut. Oh, man. (laughs) No, literally. I was supposed to be on a billboard in Times Square. I did this huge shoot for Express. And I got cut from the (laughs) ad. You did? Yes. I didn't make the ad at all. and I had a call (laughs) with them because I did another project. They were like, did you see the ad in Times Square? I was like... Did you? <laughs> Wait, got, what'd they say? No, I didn't say oh, that. Oh, you should
1: have said that. I was like, oh my God, yeah, it turned out great. Wait, why didn't you say that? what am I gonna say you should have been like I know I saw it look so good I was so disappointed though because I wasn't in it and I was so excited to be a part of it hopefully for the next time you do it I could be front and center <laughs> motherfucker
0: that's what you should have said I, know. I didn't want to make them feel uncomfortable because that is kind of part of our business like sometimes you think you're you know no I
1: disagree <laughs> wait are you serious yeah it's like more
0: you- in the modeling world maybe yeah I, but I was like so excited to see the billboard. I was like, Ooh, and like every shot of me, you guys. I'm like in the back corner. I don't not know what's Well, to be fair, was it? Do you think it's your height? Because I remember oh, you we were wearing about sampl- you being
1: tall. We were wearing
0: that. samples. I think I was in a size nine shoe. I'm an
1: eleven. And no.
0: My feet, I was on the verge of tears. Also, I just really didn't like my hair. And I think that's why I don't like modeling because like I...
1: Want to be in control of your Want to be in control
0: of my appearance because it has such an effect on like I do think how I like portray myself. And I just think maybe it wasn't my most confident day. So you know what? Okay, not meant to be then. It wasn't meant to be. And you know what I said? I was like, I wasn't meant to be in the background of that ad because something bigger is coming from my billboard debut. That is why I said... You should ask them to be front and center next
1: time. I know. Express, I'm ready. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I love that goal. And I think it'll be even more exciting when it's in Times Square and you're living there and you can go see it. Mm -hmm. It'll be so worth it. Yes. Okay. Some of my business goals are I want to become a reoccurring guest or correspondent on a TV show. I feel like that's already in the works. I feel like I can make it happen. Yeah. Which is very like bold of me to say. Sometimes I'm like, do I sound so obnoxious? But I feel like I can do it. Like I'm going to do it.
0: No, do not think that's obnoxious. I think speaking out what you want
1: fearlessly is so important. Yeah. And I just feel so good doing it. So I have a couple different shows I'm like reaching out to. I plan to reach out to. I have some ideas of how I can manifest this. So that is like a big goal for 2023.
0: Well, I I think the Drew Barrymore
1: show needs to hire you and then you how have to move to New York. I know. Sorry. Perfect. (laughs) Darn. Done. (laughs) Another one is collab with a luxury brand, which you said. I feel really passionate about that because I just think that, like you said, there's just no curvy representation. And I think we should be the faces of that. Me too. And then something else is I just really want to be able to create content that re-inspires me. And don't get me wrong, I love TikTok, I love Instagram, but I feel like there were stages of Instagram where everything was so overly curated, right? People don't wanna see that anymore, didn't feel real. Then TikTok, I feel like came in and everyone navigated to that. But I kind of miss the days of looking at Instagram, creating like photo shoots, like styling things as a form of like artistic expression. Yeah, I really miss that. And I feel like I haven't nurtured that like creativity in a while as much as I used to. And I'm just excited to have fun again with it and get into that. And I'm like and not worrying about like analytics behind it.
0: Absolutely. And I think if you're really passionate about something and you have you're excited about it, that's going to speak for itself. Totally. I love that goal for you. On to the next category of health and wellness. Mm-hmm. I really want to try and cycle sync my workouts, which we have an episode coming out in a couple weeks weeks. I can will- now wait for you guys like, to listen to. We're going to deep dive into that because I feel like I've been seeing a lot about this on TikTok. And I think it's so cool that as women, we're starting to really learn more about our bodies and how our bodies work and how to take care of them and function the best that they can. So I just want to test this out and see how it goes because sometimes just because I'm told like ugh, I really am committed to like doing my workouts and even if I'm like on my period and I'm like exhausted or, like I'll go and I'll kind of have a shitty workout when it's like why am I forcing myself to do this when I could just maybe sit in. And- well, I'm not going to ten stretch because that just is not. Well,
1: maybe, <laughs> maybe there's there's I should. Else you should be doing there is instead. like a
0: slower workout, whatever yeah. it is, to just honor my body and what it's telling me. One thing I'm really trying to do is no, I said no phone, but I talk to the, my friends and stuff and my family in the morning. So this doesn't work, but
1: no social media for the first two hours and the last two hours of the day. Okay. What is your plan to achieve that? Because I think that's an amazing goal. And. I am disgusted when I say the second I wake up, I look at social media. When I wake up in the middle of the night, I look at social media. When I go to sleep, the last thing I do is look at social media. So how are you doing this? Because I want to do it too.
0: Okay. So I would start with, so end of the last year, in the last few months, I started doing it at nighttime. So I have really gotten into reading. And so have you with your mm-hmm. Kindle. Mm-hmm. I, Your Kindle was one of your best purchases. It was, the last it year. was. I can't find it right now. It's really What? Subject. I know. Oh. So I kind of took it off like one chunk at a time. So I started just at night. Mm-hmm. And I really focus on my nighttime routine of unwinding and reading uh, like on my Kindle. And it helps when you're really into a book that you're reading. Yes. I'm like I'm actually excited to go to bed and read it. yes. And I also saw how much better I slept Mm -hmm. when I wasn't on my phone before bed. So that also motivated me because the next day I just felt more like I slept better. I feel more energized for the day. So that's where I started was just at nighttime. And then in the morning I noticed, and the Skinny Confidential talked about this, Lauren talked about this on a podcast like years ago. If you first go into your email or go onto social media right away, you're in reaction mode. You're automatically like reacting instead of being proactive. And so I obviously, I don't know, my routine will be in New York, but here I walk around the park by my house. I listen to a podcast that's like educational, or I always call my friend and Hannah in the morning, or I talk to my family in the morning. So doing that, make breakfast journal. And then by the time that's done with and work out, that's two hours in the morning. Okay, and then I'm ready to like approach things from a more proactive standpoint than like just being. Because I notice when I'm on my phone first thing in the morning, I feel sucked into my phone all day, mm-hmm. and I don't want to be sucked into the scroll. It makes me feel gross.
1: Same. Okay. Well, this was not a goal or intention of mine, but I'm going to add it to my list because I, I think try that's really and hold great. Each other. I'm going to start doing the night one first. Start with the night one because I think that is a good goal, and I do. It's so crazy. I'm so exhausted and I'll go lay in bed and then I'll start scrolling and it'll be like an hour and a half later and be like, what the hell did I just waste my life doing?
0: Yeah. Like if you try and go to bed at, I don't know what time you try and go to bed at 11, between nine and 11, like you don't need to be doing no stuff. No, you don't. So those are some of my health and wellness goals. And I actually was thinking about it. I just was like, wow, I think it's so cool that some my health and wellness goals have nothing to do with changing like how my body looks. Mm -hmm. It's really about doing what's best for it to like feel good and
1: function my best.
0: Yeah. So I wanted to give myself a pat on the back for that.
1: You deserve a pat on the back for that. Thank you. Some of my health and wellness goals are daily movement. I think that's so important. There was like a while I'm like, I don't know how long ago it was, but I was doing these 30 day challenges where I would move for 30 minutes a day. And I just felt so happy doing that. And it wasn't like anything crazy. You could take a workout class. Sometimes it would just be walks around the neighborhood, but just like having that consistency and knowing that like it wasn't to change my body or anything like that. It was just like a movement goal to feel like refreshed felt really great. So I want to get back to that. Another thing is, and I, maybe this kind of goes to like your hobbies that you're trying to do, but I love swimming Swimming has always been one of my favorite workouts and I used to swim so much growing up and then in college. And the one thing about swimming is that it is like the only workout I feel like I could do where I'm literally thinking about nothing but swimming and I would just do like 50 laps and get 50. Yeah. That would always be my goal. Dude. Swimming is hard. I know, but it feels so good. It feels
0: good. I'm impressed.
1: Wow. And So that I'm trying to figure out like what gym has a pool that I can join. And this is not like something that I'm like, oh, I'm going to swim every single day because honestly, I would maybe as a workout if it wasn't for my hair. Yeah, that's just not realistic. That's just not realistic. And unfortunately, I hate that having to do my hair. No, you can't be doing that. I can't be doing that. But just to even like swim once or twice a week, I feel like would be so great for my mental health. So that's something that I want to do.
0: Yes. Ooh, a little swimmer, Christina. Did
1: you got your swim cap? I do have a swim cap. I have two swim caps, actually. You're ready to go. three sets of goggles. I'm ready to go. Do you have a one-piece Speedo? Yes, of course. yeah, you're ready. I used to swim at the WeHo pool all the time. Wow. We need to find you a pool near you. I know we do. All
0: right, you know I love... To plan. I mean, I already have my trip planned to Italy in September. I just, oh, I thrive on having a plan. But one thing I have not thought about basically at all, and I had this realization the other day that I'm going to be 30 this year, and a lot of my friends are having conversations around planning for kids. And I was like, this has not even crossed my mind. But a lot of my friends, especially my single friends, are starting to. Think about this and have these conversations on how they want to plan for kids in their future. That's why Modern Fertility was created. It is a super easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with just a finger prick. You mail it in with your
1: prepaid label and you get your personalized results within six business days. You'll also get insight into your hormone levels and you will find out if you have more or fewer eggs than average for your age and a bunch of other important information that can impact your fertility. This is so useful and helpful. Modern fertility is also so much more affordable than doing traditional hormone testing at a fertility clinic. This can cost over $600, but modern fertility tests the same general set of hormones for only 179. So if you're
0: starting to think about kids now or planning for kids in the future, Knowing this information about your body can help you make the decision that is right for you. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash TCC. That's modernfertility.com slash TCC. All right. Our next category is financial. I did the little recap on my story of the highlights of last year. And mm-hmm. well, I'm like, did I not see this? Okay, go on. Anyway, I want to spend less on material things. I'm not saying I'm cutting out completely because let's be honest, if I'm going somewhere, I want to look cute, but.
1: And also spending- we got to invest to get these designer collabs. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but just spending less on like just buying clothes that I just don't really excite me or whatever. And using that to travel because Mm -hmm. travel brings me so much joy. I learned so much about myself, about other people. I looking back on the last year, all of my highlights were like when I was traveling somewhere. So just being more conscious on my spending on clothes and material items and using that to travel. Another one is I want to max out my retirement accounts for the year and also open a SEP account, which my accountant just told me about. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what? Uh, so, so. Anyway, I'm learning. So maxing out those because I haven't done that. I'm like, why haven't I done that? It's just stupid. That is stupid. I know. But like, also, I'm not going to beat myself up about it because you got to start
1: somewhere. You know what makes me sick is I have... Those, and I don't even fucking know what they are. I just know (laughs) I'm putting the max amount in there, but I don't even know what I'm doing. I'm just like, here's a check for this.
0: Okay, well, at least you're doing it. Yeah, there you go. I also want to, as I said at the beginning of the podcast, I'm talking with my financial planner, my accountant, all of this stuff, to come up with a plan to buy an apartment in the next one or two years that I can feel really good about. And also taking their advice, but really taking action within myself to actually learn and not just be like, oh, this person said do this. No, this is my money. This is my life. I can't just rely on other people to tell me what to do when it comes to money. So I'm really excited to come up with that plan and have that goal in mind to buy a place
1: in the next one to two years. That's super exciting. Okay, well, my financial goals kind of go hand in hand with that because one, like I just said, is I want to be more savvy with finances in the sense that like, I actually know where my money's going and why, like the fact that I have a SEP account and I know I max out in it, but I don't even know what that actually is, like is a problem or the fact that like the other day I was like, I woke up and I just opened the stock app and I was like, Oh, Amazon's down a lot. I think I'm going to buy some Amazon. And then I call oh, Steve was still sleeping. Cause he like loves stocks and does a lot of research. So then I called like my brother cause he's in finance and my dad and they were both like, well, why Amazon? What, what do you think about them, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, I don't know. And they're like, you need to do research. They're like, you need to know about this stuff. And I think I rely on the advice of so many other people when it comes to that. And I don't feel like I'm educated in finance at all or in investments or in stocks at all. And that I want to be intelligent and well-versed in that area. We need to re-listen to our finance episodes. I don't think we covered that much in that. In no, but you're saying nothing. We've learned some stuff. I really, if, if my brother would have been like, I think you should buy Amazon. I would have been like, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Without knowing why I was doing it. Besides yeah. for the fact that the price just dropped. So yeah. Anyways, I just want to be more intelligent and well-versed in that. I also want to actually start budgeting and figuring out where and how I spend my money instead of just paying bills and being scared to look at my credit card statements. And I am very grateful that I'm in a place in my life where I can pay those bills. But the amount of money I know I've spent on takeout this past week in general, I'm like, wow, if I actually was more aware, I could save so much more money and use it to travel, or save it in a different category, or like that. I want to invest in. Yeah. So just being like, I realized because I got this app that I was spending twenty five dollars a month for the past six years on the subscription that I never used, like stuff like that.
0: Okay, wait, did you use the Rocket Money yeah. thing? Okay, I did that, and I am saving one hundred and fifty dollars a month from the subscriptions that I canceled. Okay, Disney Plus. I don't watch jack shit on Disney plus. Why am I paying for it? But you know, the big one that has been on my, I've been paying for it and I didn't even know, what? which makes me sick. And I haven't even been on the apps. Bumble premium is like $49 <laughs> a month. That's, a, that's annoying. And I haven't even been on the apps because I've been so busy. I'm like, I, I for the last three that's months, a lot. See, that's what I'm saying. These dating apps know that people are getting fucking desperate. They're like, this
1: bitch will pay anything. $49 a month. $14,500 to light some candles.
0: <laughs> I honestly saved fifteen dollars by... Yeah, uh, give yourself some credit, okay? Also, I've decided I'm unblocking my own love life,
1: and this bitch can fuck off. <laughs> good, good. I think that's a great decision. Last tangent. Yeah, so... <laughs> And then also I just want to buy a house and or a rental property this year. Like that's been a goal for a while. And I feel like now's the time to do it. Exciting. So yeah, those are some of our personal goals. And then we have some exciting, confident collective goals as well. Yes. So
0: these are some of our goals for this year. We are so, I texted Christina when we were in our downtime and I was like, I'm so excited for the confident collective in 2023 and beyond. I just was feeling like, really inspired. And one of our goals is to host four in-person events in 2023. So Mm -hmm. basically one a quarter. And we already have some really good ideas for these I'm really excited about. And I think we need to do a live show in LA.
1: 100%.
0: Like our West Coast girls need us
1: over here. So stay tuned, everybody. Yeah, I'm really excited. We also have some product ideas Mm -hmm. that we're not going to give anything away yet. But stay tuned because that is something that we've been thinking about and trying to work on for a while. And there's a couple of different categories and we're yep. really excited and I think you'll love them.
0: Yeah. We also want to work, collaborate with a brand on doing an event or a product like that Nick event you talked about, Christina, mm-hmm. something like that. I don't know. Who knows how that will manifest, manifest but I think we could do something really cool in alignment with a awesome brand
1: definitely and then we also want to speak on a panel together yes and represent the Confident Collective and our whole community because we are just so proud of what we've built here and love you guys so much and it's weird because you hear our voices every single week but I feel like like I can hear yours back does that make any sense like we just love you so much and love this community and I'm so excited for 2023 with you all
0: yeah so We hope this was fun hearing our intentions. Hope it inspired you a bit. Yeah. And if you feel inclined, you should drop yours in the Facebook group Mm -hmm. because I want to read them and see what you all are working for for this next year. So yeah. 2023. Let's go,
1: baby. Let's go, baby. All right. Let's get into today's Ask Away. All right, everyone. It is time for Ask Away with Ray and Kay. Where we sit down with you and give you our solicited advice. Let's get into it. All right, everybody, it's time for another Ask Away with Ray and Kay. All right, here we go. This question comes from Anna. I am in a relationship
0: with my boyfriend for five months. I'm in love with him. But each time I start thinking about his past, I get super jealous. I literally can't stop thinking about his ex-girlfriends. I don't know how to stop doing this and boost my own confidence and focus on my own life.
1: Hmm. Well, one, I just wonder, like, is he saying anything to make her insecure a little bit? Because if not, then you really have no reason to be torturing yourself like this. Yeah, I think the first thing you need to do is make sure you're not following them or looking at their profiles on social media. No, do not. He's with you. Remember, he's with you he's right with now. He's you, girl. He's
0: choosing you. Yes. He's getting into bed with you. Yes, Like, I think I really, in my past relationship, struggled a lot with jealousy, i would like think about my ex-boyfriend having sex with someone else and i'd get sick i'd be like rage i'd rage i'd be like he had sex with someone else before he even knew i existed the audacity Mm -hmm. honestly but like i'm kind of joking but it actually really did upset me Mm -hmm. and i actually one thing that helped me was looking into my attachment style and i discovered that in that situation i had an, an anxious attachment style i would suggest reading the book attached Because I realized when you have that attachment style, you kind of like find anything to latch on to, to be like, oh, he's going to leave me. He's thinking about his exes, like, Mm -hmm. and it's just a spiral. So I would say definitely look into that and just remember, like, they're his exes for a reason. Exactly. Exactly.